Welcome back to Fake Film Students. I'm Christina. And I'm Haley. And this week we have the coming of age hour. So we watched Summer 11 and 13. Both amazing. <laughs> in in their own right. Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, I watched Summer 11 first, so... Okay, me too. I think I want to talk about that one. Okay. So, first of all, it's free on Tubi, so, yeah, you could watch it, um, for free. I want to know your impression right off the bat when you saw, like, the iMovie title that's, like, Summer 11 in, like, the green font on a black background. Well, I mean, I was just kind of... I really should have known this from the title, but I was kind of shocked that it's a movie about 11-year-olds, (laughs) because that seems like a really difficult age to make a movie about, Mm -hmm. if I'm being honest, because it's, like, they're, like, still children, but they're, like, slightly older children. Like, they're not cute children that you really want to watch. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, it's just an interesting age to to make a movie about, I think. Well, it's supposed to be their transition from elementary school to middle school. And, like, it's capturing that, like, summer before. Okay, yeah, I picked up on that, but <laughs> I just feel like... So, it kind of... It takes these issues that are, like, really serious and then puts the young girls in the situations, but mm. I feel like they don't really even focus on the girls that much in the situations or in a realistic way and then I also think that it's like really hard to do with four separate stories and right like I think what they're trying to do is like show the girls own separate world like the fact that they do have a separate world from like these serious issues but Mm -hmm. then that kind of gets lost whenever the adults come back because then the adults are like providing us with this on the nose context for everything that's happening you know? Yeah. No, I completely agree. And also, I feel like each girl is defined by, like, what their struggle is. Like, especially in the part when they just got done playing soccer with the boys and they're all, like, lying down on the ground. And that one boy basically lists off, like, each of their problems. And it's like, oh, like, Perry, did you move? Like, where's your house? Like, Lizzie, is your brother still in Iraq? um you know Vanessa are you still acting which is not a struggle but like that's her discerning quality yeah and if we're being honest that's pretty unrealistic dialogue for a boy who I mean I don't know how well he knows them but I doubt that he would ask about all of those things and just randomly you know what I mean yeah and also like the girls conversations also lead that way like they keep make fun of they keep making fun of um what is the fourth girl's name? Uh, the glasses girl? Jess. Okay. No, no, no. Um, they keep making, or not making fun of her, but they keep bringing up the fact that her mom is dating, like, that man that they know that she doesn't like. Yeah. Um, and, like, they keep on t- asking Vanessa for, like, acting tips, even though we're supposed to assume that she's been acting for, like, a while. So, you think that they maybe, like, would have asked her that when they first met or something? Um, I don't know. I guess they don't really talk that much about Lizzie and Perry's sort of struggle, but I felt like they were still bringing everything up a lot. They, 
kept talking about these issues, but I feel like I wasn't really impacted by them because they kept, like, just talking about them in a really direct way and I didn't really feel like it was realistic or emotional. Um, I guess starting off, like, kind of just in the movie, when Mm -hmm. the, when Vanessa's mom is running lines with her and she says, I'm your father, I honestly thought it was going to be, like, a transgender (laughs) storyline. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, like, that part threw me off, too, because I was like, wait, what? I don't know, that whole part was, like, confusing how it was shot and everything. Because also you don't, like, know she's an actress yet. Okay, yeah, that's what I... Okay, yeah, because it starts off with the lines. And then I didn't know until they started repeating the running of the lines that those were the lines. Because there was no shift in their conversation. It was just, like, the lines were a part of their conversation. So I was just really confused, like, with that in general. I mean, I do think, though, that, like, the children were either better actresses than the mothers or the dialogue was like stronger for the children yeah i feel like the moms always like especially when they would gossip like they did talk about um like jess's mom's boyfriend and they'd be like oh yeah well he's you know hmm yeah it's like what does that even mean exactly tell what their opinion on him was okay also i i felt like besides there's a scene like really later on in the movie where Mm -hmm. he picks up the remote or he grabs the remote and he throws it yeah and besides that i i honestly didn't see like extremely problematic behavior from him really i don't know i feel like he like moving his office into the like girl's bedroom and then he was like we can move your bedroom into the den i was like well wait why can't you just set up your office in the den then like that stuff like that where i was like okay if i was in her situation i also wouldn't like him and also like she still really loved her dad like she had that picture of him so you're obviously not gonna like your mom's boyfriend if you still think that she should be with your dad but literally when he freaks out and throws the remote I was like, why? His coworker was literally in the room over, and he's, like, screaming about them, like, not turning the TV down. Like, he could have gone up to the TV and, like, manually turned it down. Or, like, turned it off or something. I don't know. It just seemed like, why would you do that, especially with literally your coworker right there? I don't know. I just, I felt like, though, even though some of the stuff he was doing, he was obviously encroaching on her life a little bit, but I felt like it all... Even though he was well, doing also it, also he a... took away her DS or whatever, and she's like, "Well, what?" He but was like... being rude, but I didn't feel like the moms had any evidence to say that when they would because, like, okay, especially when he went into the picnic, like he came into the picnic and he like gave like the sleepover bag or whatever, mm-hmm. and he didn't even say anything. But then when he walked away, they all were like, "Oh, that's him," and I was like. How can you tell from, like, his face that he's an evil person? Listen, I didn't even interpret it as them, like, being evil because genuinely I couldn't tell, like, what their opinion on him was. I thought maybe, like, they thought he was hot or something. Okay. And they were, like, impressed maybe because they never, like, went out and straight up said, like, what they thought of him, which maybe would have been too on the nose, but it's, like, they left it so vague. I was, like, 
either they don't like him or they think that he's hot and like they're like just not saying it because they're all married or not even like Vanessa's mom not even married but whatever (laughs) true I felt like either way though that wasn't a strong part of the writing of the movie no like I just was confused by that hits character I thought that Vanessa and her mom were definitely the strongest like most compelling really I I feel like my favorite like character and also story was Perry the homeless girl yeah okay this may sound bad but like I really didn't like um Lizzie's plotline I guess with her brother like going home from Iraq okay because oh my gosh I have so many (laughs) things to say about this should we take it like different girls storylines I guess I'm just gonna kind of like go I want to kind of just like go chronologically okay um so when Vanessa's mom brings in snacks like when they're hanging out in the beginning (laughs) yeah um and perry like literally just like snatches it off the plate and then but then the mom like looks at her like really taken aback and i was like okay i don't feel like snatching a snack from a plate is like really that big of an offense like why are you yeah like she was a little grabby so what exactly like she seemed so shocked and i was like she's an 11 year old girl like they don't really have that great of ma- manners, so I just right. I don't and also, know. she made like a big deal about her clothes. They looked fine to me; like they didn't look like super ratty or anything. I know that comes back later in the movie, but I know like when she first shows up, like she already makes a comment about her clothes or something. Yeah, and I was like, huh? Like those look normal to me. Another thing with Perry, so multiple times in this movie. Like, when her family's not, like, cleaning themselves in the car, they are sitting at a park on mm-hmm. on a park bench. And I was like, I don't think that that's where they would be if they were homeless. Because the mom, I feel like the mom would be doing something else. Like, whether it's, I, because I never really was clear why she was homeless, but... I feel like she might be doing drugs or trying to get a job. Well, she was trying to get a job. To me, like, I don't know. They never did say why she was homeless, but she seemed kind of, like, neurotic to me, where, like, it seems like she it was difficult for her to hold a job. And she is in the process of finding one, um, like, throughout the movie, um, or at least at the beginning, before she gets one in the end. But, I don't know, I didn't really think them sitting on, like, the picnic table in the park was that weird. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was, like, kind of weird, but I don't know. It sort of made sense. What I didn't understand about that whole scene, though, was when, like, Perry gets invited over Vanessa's, and the mom's like, no, you can't go. Yeah. Because, like, you think that she would want her to go to, like, Have a house to be at. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, I, I mean, I get maybe she's embarrassed or something by if she, like, smelled or something. Yeah. I mean, I kind of liked the part when Perry took a shower. Yeah, and she just comes out. I liked because they were like, I mean, they were like, did you just shower? And she was like, yeah. And they're like, 
okay, and then they go back to whatever they're doing. Yeah, like, Vanessa's like, oh, I have armpit hair. Armpit hair, I was like, yeah. oh, that's funny. Like, I thought that was kind of cute, and... Really? I thought that was gr- I thought No, was just, like, the whole, like, thing was, like, kind of... I don't know. I just liked how they did that, I guess. I mean, no, I like how the girls just go back to, like, doing whatever. I didn't like the ar- armpit hair part was, like, weird, is what I'm saying. Well, it was, but I felt like it was kind of realistic for, like, an 11-year-old girl. Especially Vanessa, because she seemed kind of, like an attention seeker so i feel like she would be the one to be like oh my gosh i'm maturing i'm getting armpit hair okay yeah i can't say i ever like talked like that with my friends i mean i don't (laughs) think i did either but i feel like it makes sense for vanessa i don't know okay yeah um like going back before that though well actually this is sort of throughout the entire movie just like the way the girls talk it's not even like i don't know when this movie was made but I don't think it's, like, an early 2000s thing. Like, when they say yo, 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 and they're, like, instead of, like, who's your crush or who do you like, they're, like, who's your favorite? And just, like, stuff like that, I was, like, uh... I definitely got vibes of an adult trying to imitate the way children talk. Oh, yeah. And not entirely doing it successfully. I think sometimes, like, there were points where I was, like, oh, yeah, like, that seems like it would be make sense but then other times yeah i yeah i i didn't feel it no i feel like the jokes fall flat too like when they're playing picto chat or whatever at the beginning of the movie um i forget which girl but she's like why'd you draw a dog on a skateboard and then they're like what even is that and then she's like toilet paper and i was like uh yeah i didn't even (laughs) i didn't even like register that Oh. oh, well, yeah, I guess it was really very flat for me. Um, yeah. And then they're like, Dylan, ah. Like, stuff <laughs> okay, like that. Yeah. Also, I thought Perry's real brother, this is, like, completely unrelated, but, uh, like, was that Perry's real brother? Because it looked, like, exactly like her. No, I honestly thought that the parents kind of looked alike to their children, and, I, and like, they all kind of looked alike, except for... yeah jerry and his sister they did not look alike to me okay but yeah everyone (laughs) else looked related i thought can we talk about jess um and just like her obsession with that old couple oh my god yes and also why are they always outside well it is summer so i guess i don't know yeah but they're always like dancing outside oh the old couple yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but always, like, outside in their yard where you can see them through the fence. Yeah. Like, they're in the same position every time, and she always goes and stares at them. I swear they reused a shot. Where they're, like, dancing? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, don't know if they did, but they did dance, like, twice. It was, like, extremely similar. And I was like, huh? Yeah, are they just, they're always outside dancing? I don't even think, like, I think the only other shot we see is when the old man's sad yeah or yeah the old man's sad and then you like she's dead or something i don't really know yeah i thought she was but i was just confused how that fit into jess's storyline because i didn't see that being fulfilled like i felt like she had two separate things and one of them was like wanting to escape her stepfather or like the man who's living with her mother and then the other one was to have a like 
long-lasting relationship or like a good relationship with a significant other but I didn't feel like she ever got any like satisfaction or any any of that well I think she like obviously it is supposed to mean that she wants like her parents like she wishes that her parents could have stayed together like this old couple and she wants to be able to have that she doesn't want to end up like her parents and when the old woman dies or we assume I feel like it's almost like well all good things must come to the to an end sort of deal where like maybe that's part of her arc in learning that like and then obviously the boyfriend leaves so something like you can be fine alone or like even if you do have something like happy like this someone's gonna die unless you both kill yourself or something like good things must come to an end I don't know that's what I kind of took from it okay true I guess it does fit together with her wanting her mom to have a relationship like a healthy relationship with another like man I guess her dad but then when she said they were like what do you wish for the most and she was like I want like a what it someone I can like be with forever or something yeah that threw me off because then I was like oh my gosh because I thought honestly after that because I thought she had a crush on Jerry I also well why were they like having moments flirting okay yeah especially at the end wait okay we're not there yet okay okay (laughs) I mean we'll get to it but like that was so weird whatever oh my gosh I did not like that but, yeah, after that, after the whole, like, shower part, Jess talks to her dad on the phone, like, on the floor. Oh, yeah. For some reason, like, they have to talk on the phone on the floor. Oh, like, hiding, right? Aren't they kind of hiding? Oh, yeah, actually, that would make more sense. Because I was like, why do they have to get out of their beds to, like, talk on the phone? Yeah. But you can still hear. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. That was weird to me. Yeah. But, um... Then, like, Lizzie's talking with uh, her parents, and also Jerry is still in Iraq, and they're video chatting because it's his birthday. And I don't know why he keeps saying, like, princess and baby, and he's like, have you been a good girl? And I was like, okay, that's weird because that's your sister, and I know she's, like, 10 years younger than you, but that's still weird. What I... No, what I didn't like about the FaceTiming Jerry part was then he started freaking out when they started singing Happy singing? Birthday. Yeah, why was he so adamant that they don't sing? But then it was very clear that he, like, loved it. But he was also, like, fake freaking out. You know what I mean? Like, he was like, no, 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 don't sing, please. But then he, but then he was like, oh, let me blow out the candles and made, like, a big production out of it. And I was like, okay, so you clearly, like want them to sing i don't know it was just i don't a know weird... the whole that whole scene i really didn't like i didn't the, either the princess thing that still like rubbed me the wrong way i just like, jerry's char- jerry as a as a character felt off to me kind of the whole mm-hmm. time but yeah then after that is when all the girls are hanging out again minus perry um until like perry's mom gets the job interview and she's like, okay, you and your brother are going to go to Wayne's, whoever Wayne is. She's like, you can go there while I have the interview. The boy's friend is Wayne, I think. I don't know if it was the boy's friend. I It might have been. 
someone that the boy knew, but either way, then Perry's like, oh, well, can I just go to Vanessa's house? And then she was like, yeah, okay. Like, eventually she's like, yeah, sure, I'll just drop you there, and then you say, like, I'm not here, and I just dropped you off. Which, like, if I was the mom... I would not do that. Like, I feel like that's a lot to ask of Vanessa's mom. And if Wayne already knows the situation of them and is, like, okay with the kids just being left whenever, then I feel like I'd be like, okay, it's one day you can go to Wayne's, you know? Because then the mom gets kind of mad when Perry shows up because she's already super stressed because then that's when the agent calls and is like, you have the opportunity to be an Alec Baldwin feature. Yeah, that was crazy. And she can't act, but, you know, she's still going for it. I thought Vanessa was the strongest actress in the movie. I don't think I agree with you. (laughs) I hated literally whenever she had to act, like, for her... Audition? Like, auditions, or whenever she had to, like, go over lines. Like, it felt so, like, phony. It was bad to me. Like, I was shocked that she even booked the feature based off, like, how we saw her do the um, short film or whatever earlier. I thought she did better than the rest. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so basically she is going to this Alec Baldwin uh, feature tryout audition. And I was confused why the mom was concerned with Perry's clothes. Like, yeah, it looked literally fine to me. I was like, what is wrong with her outfit? Okay, but even if you had a problem with the outfit... Either have Perry wait in the car, or also, why does it matter? Because Perry's not going in for the audition. So yeah. you don't even have to act like she's there with you. Like, Would she really bring three girls to the audition? And then they have another tr- sort of, like, trying-to-be-comedic moment where that one woman asks um, Lizzie and is like, oh, are you reading for the role of Angie? And then she's like, me? Uh, no. Yeah, I really did not like that moment. (laughs) I really, it felt so just out of place. Like, I just wish they had cut it. Because they could have. They really just could have cut that. (laughs) They could have. I don't know why, like, that was part of it. And I was like, oh my god, wait. Like, I mean, I've seen this movie before, but, like, I feel like it'd be interesting if they had her be like, um no but then the woman be like okay well you'd be perfect for it and if lizzie booked the role that would be like that's what i was thinking instead it's a one-off comment where it's like an awkward reaction no i thought it would be cool if perry booked the role because then i was like perry's like the (gasps) ugly duckling that turns into like a movie star and then vanessa's super mad like i thought that would have been really cool to deal with but no they did just have it be like this really stupid like thing and I don't know, yeah. I just kind of hated that whole scene. It felt drawn out for no reason. And, like... Oh, yeah. Also, this is just random, but I feel like Perry kind of looks like Billie Eilish. Okay, I get that. Like, a little bit. Um, But, yeah, after that, then they get back home, and they see the two boys, but they're, like, kind of feuding, like it seemed at first. Like, there was some tension between them. Yeah. Well, it's a boy and then the boy's brother, which I was like, are those really the only boys, like, in town? What? So, basically, yeah, the two brothers and then there's four girls, though, which makes the soccer game unfair because it's 2v4. And then also, who's going to get which boy? Well, we already know that Lizzie didn't want a boy. 
okay, yeah, because she, and then they're like, oh, because you have the rabbit, and she's like, no, and then she, like, carries that only in the beginning of the movie. (laughs) And when she sleeps with her parents, in, when the Iraq thing happens. Okay, yeah, but she doesn't, like, bring it places, if I remember correctly. Either way, so yeah, not her, but then also Vanessa in, like, one of the boys kind of has a moment. Yeah, on the de- where on they the look at each other and then Vanessa looks away really quickly. Yeah, because everyone's looking up at the sky, but like they both like turn and look at each other. Yeah. Um, I don't. For some reason, that part made really made me want to watch Virgin Suicides because I was like, I should be watching a much better movie. <laughs> okay, true. Oh my gosh, yeah. Especially because doesn't Vanessa look like? like um yeah she could be one of the sisters and i'd like believe it yeah she looks like um kirsten dunst what is that her name it is i i don't know if i agree with that though i feel like she kind of does in like a weird way but whatever so yeah i definitely i definitely agree with that i've never seen it though but i really want to um it's a good movie okay so yeah, then they have that soccer match. I don't know. I thought the soccer match itself, like, that part of the movie was one of the parts that I kind of enjoyed more than the rest of it. I thought it was just kind of, like, sweet. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I thought, and I did, I thought that, like, the overhead shot of them all, like, laying was kind of cute. And then also, like, yeah. the side when they were, like, looking at each other. I thought that was kind of cool. And then, after that, the next kind of, like, important thing that happens, if I remember correctly, is Perry has, or, I'm, Lizzie has a nightmare about Iraq? Um, I guess so. It cuts to August, like, the August title, and then there's bomb explosion noises in the background, and then, uh, like, the dad is listening to the radio, I think later on i don't know if that's the exact next scene but um either way there's bomb explosions and at first i was like wait what does this really have to do with anything but then i was like oh it's supposed to be like iraq yeah i don't know um okay like you know when people die in movies and then like another character somehow senses it and wakes up in the middle of the night and like has a realization and then they find out the next day like, yeah. I thought that's what was happening with the sound effects and then her waking up in the middle of the night. Okay, yeah, that, like, could have been it. I, like, didn't get that. But also, like, it could have just been poorly done, you know? We're like, I didn't get that. Because then they have, like, well, I mean, then we cut back to Vanessa and her mom and then Vanessa's mom, like, realizes that Perry's homeless because she sees the car that they're in. Which Aww. it's like, how did you not assume, you assume, like, I feel like you would assume she's poor already from, like, yeah. the way she dresses and, like, her taking a shower and all of that. Yeah. Like, if not assuming that she's already homeless. Like, she was so rude to her before, and then she tries to, like, right her wrongs eventually, but that was weird to me. And then they, but then they cut to the dad, and then I think that's when, like, he finds out that, uh, you know, Jerry was affected by this bombing or whatever. And they have this, like, super weird running sequence. 
Oh my god, like, the running sequence was so weird, and like I hated that so much. I did too. Also, they because... sped up one shot. Yeah, where he was like was creepily like, like running. Yeah, really I was like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I really did not like that. Okay, just quickly going back to the like homeless realization. Yeah. Um. So another thing, I don't mean to rag on like Perry's mom, but. I, if, if she's so embarrassed and, like, so afraid of being seen by people, then why is she in the middle of a neighborhood where, like, a ton of people are gonna see her, like, cleaning herself? Right. I just felt like Mm -hmm. it was an inconsistency with, like, her fear at the beginning of, like, being discovered as a homeless person. Yeah. And then, okay, so the weird running sequence. Okay. (laughs) Um... So weird. Such a weird, such a weird sequence. Especially because that dad was such a minor character. <laughs> I know. Like, that was so... And then they tried and to, like... also, like, no part... No other part of the movie is, like, stylized that way. No. It just did not it, fit with anything in there. Like, it just didn't... Because it was, like... It would have made sense if, like, Lizzie had had a moment where she was, like, upset and, like, she maybe, like, went out and, like, saw people running. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that would have been weirder almost. Well, not in the same, like... running at night. Not at night. like, like, quick. No, no, not, like... Super frantically. Not like that, but it would, like, more, like... I don't know. Like, I just felt like he especially was the wrong character to do that with because it was just so odd and then like everything else that yeah. was happening and the setting of it being at night and everything and like yeah the, the fact is speed. at night yet there was a bunch of like father-son duos that you keep seeing <laughs> oh and i was God. like who's walking with their son like out on the sidewalk in the pitch black dark yeah exactly it was just real that it would was make just... more sense if it was during the day and then he started seeing all the like father and sons and then like kind of freaked out after that it made no sense why he'd just be running in the dark maybe they ran out of time that day to shoot in the light yeah i don't know it was just Um, really out of place and really uncomfortable and then we have the reveal that jerry's now in a wheelchair um which is kind of funny because that same actor also ends up in a wheelchair in the movie White Chicks. Yikes. Because he has sex with Terry Crews, and that's, like, what puts him in the wheelchair. Okay. I remember watching this movie in maybe, like, 2011, and I had already seen White Chicks before that, so, like, the moment I saw him in the wheelchair, like, the very first time I saw that, I was like, oh my god, the real reason he's in the wheelchair. (laughs) Which is horrible, but, like... That is awful. (laughs) Um, it's kind of funny. That's like a weird thing to be typecast as. It is, but Sam Claflin. Anyway, <laughs> true. Um, I felt like Lizzie when he first gets to the house, like gets back to the house, and Lizzie's like crying, and for some reason Jess is over at her house, which I <laughs> wasn't sure why, but there was like a thing where he couldn't get up the ramp during his first try and it was like kind of a moment and then that like led into a moment where lizzie went over and hugged him and i felt like it was kind of awkwardly put together yeah i mean obviously it sucks to be in a wheelchair but then they also make him like an alcoholic low-key 
because he's like trying to deal with it and like later it amasses into like the dad like yelling at him and is like i'm not gonna sit here and let you kill yourself or whatever yeah and i was like um yeah and then the brother has the dramatic line why'd you put the ramp at the back door oh right and I was like, whoa, because, <laughs> I mean, though, if we're being honest, like, he still had to come around the front of the house to get to the back of the house, so it's not like... Right, and also, it seems like everyone's talking in this town, like, they're gonna know he's in a wheelchair. And then also, the dad's kind of like, why would you enlist then, or something? Yeah, and like... I also felt like that was a weird thing, because the dad's like... <laughs> Saying, like, if you weren't ready to be handicapped, then why would you enlist? And I'm like, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like, think... Even think this would happen. Yeah. That's not his goal. Exactly. So, um, just odd handling of that situation. Yeah, and also in that dinner scene, like, when he goes to take a sip of the beer, for some reason they added, like, a slurp sound effect. Aw. Which also kind of ruined the tone. <laughs> I just didn't really like that whole thing because I also felt like they really made his character like really dramatic and then like he pivoted really quickly when he gets like close with Jess which is coming up like really soon before that though uh Vanessa's mom offers Perry's mom like the house in their backyard to stay at until she can get a house of her own yeah which I honestly I was surprised that she took because I feel like then if I was Perry's mom I would feel like indebted to her almost and I don't really know like how I'd pay her back I feel like I would take it if I were her because I mean yeah it is like a good opportunity I I can't really say what I would do in that situation I guess yeah I but I was more like annoyed with the fact that they seem kind of, like, lazy in even explaining how she got homeless in the first place. Like, I couldn't really pinpoint what the, like, from her character or from what she said, like, what exactly she did to make her lose her house, you know? Okay, yeah. And I felt like, like, I didn't feel like her character was that, like, irresponsible as to where she, like, would just lose her house. Like, I just didn't see that from the mom. Like, especially, like, when she would be with the other mom, she seemed, like, completely normal and, like, like, at the, like, picnic and stuff. Like, I don't know. I was just confused. Like, how do you just go from... I mean, I've never been in that situation, so I can't speak to it. But how do you just go from, like, having a house to being evicted and then just being, like, completely homeless? That just... I don't know. Like, I just felt like... It didn't make that much sense. Gambling or something. Huh? I don't... Gambling? Yeah, because she was like, one thing just led to another. And I was like, with what, though? Like, I don't know. I just felt like they could have maybe, like, given a sentence or two just explaining, like, what was wrong. But they did not do that. Can we move on to Jerry and Jess? No, because there's (laughs) there's one part before that happens that is, like they're all hanging out all the moms and like the girls but um lizzie's like wait how do people get pregnant and then they add like this really wacky sound effect oh my god and then it's like (laughs) (laughs) it 
it's so ridiculous and then it like cuts back to her and then like her mom is like standing over her and is like do you girls want lemonade or something Uh. and she's like looks disgusted by her own mom yeah i was like what the heck like this it was just weird it like wasn't funny it was just like weird because also there's no other like sound effects like that in the rest of the movies it's just like out of place yeah I agree and then they that. both like i mean not both even all of them just start peeing in the woods because they don't want to go back in the house from the tent <laughs> and they're like we're not blood sisters we're pee sisters, we're sisters. <laughs> yeah and i was like ew i would i would be pee shy if i'm being honest well also i felt like they were like tumbling on top of each other a lot and i was like if you're actually peeing like please don't be peeing on each other right now no and but again like if that many people were all like watching me pee like i don't think i'd be able to in the moment yeah that was just really kind of an odd um moment and like doesn't perry kind of spearhead the movement because she's like homeless so she's like i know how to pee in the woods I don't remember that. Okay, I thought she did, but anyway. <laughs> I don't maybe, know, maybe. Oh, wait. I think that actually might happen in 13 when Nikki Reed spearheads, like, peeing outside because she's, like, doesn't care. Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why did um, I, like, confuse Perry and Nikki Reed? Let me know. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Uh, also, I think she makes a wish or, like, they're talking about yeah i think it is like i don't know i forget or they're talking about what they would want because then that's when jess says the thing about the couple yeah and then like lizzie's like i don't know like she's talking about her brother and she's like i don't know i wish he could like still walk and stuff oh yeah and i was like what a weird way to put that okay well i felt like it was really obvious in that moment that like, the script said, I wish she could still walk and stuff, but I felt like her delivery was, like, kind of off, so where we were, like, really noticed, like, the and stuff, stuff even though I felt yeah. like it was meant to be more organic to the way children talk, it wasn't, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, at that, like, entirely. So then, <laughs> Jess and Jerry... <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, he wheels outside, and if I was one of the girls, I would be scared to go up to him, Well, because he's, like, freaking out, like, talking to himself. Like, he's, like, yelling at (laughs) himself, hitting himself, like, maybe drunk. (laughs) I, yeah. I wasn't clear. But it's, like, the middle of the day, where it's, like, I thought it was night. It was, like, night. No, because they go to get, um, the ice cream truck. No, that's the next day. That was the middle of the night, when she goes out of the tent. (laughs) oh okay yeah yeah i actually yeah you're right um because that's before jess and him have that interaction yeah (laughs) jess just like like, watches him and i'm like wait is she having like a moment like i just was like why this why now and i don't know and so yeah so then i don't know does she talk to him in that moment or no 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 because then it's the next day and they're sitting outside yeah and then she they're talking about moving on to middle school, and they're like, what if we're not friends anymore, right? They're, like, discussing their fears. And Perry's like, well, yeah, people grow apart. Like, we probably won't be friends. And then, like, I forget who. I think it is Jess is like, that's not true. Like, we will be friends. And she's like, I need you guys. 
yeah and I was like why is Perry like the only realistic one of the group but then they're like we won't be catty with each other like all those other girls and I was like ew okay wait okay can we go back to one line when they're all peeing and the girl Perry says I urine for you Okay, that was just, like, forced, like, through in there. <laughs> okay, first of all, that was forced, but second of all, I swear no child would have the, like, ability to come up with that joke. No, and also, like, I yearn for you is already such a, like, random... Phrase. Not even random, but, like, not a common, like, saying either. Yeah, so it's like... Where, like, a child would not know that. And why would you... That's not even a good joke to say to your friends because it's just weird, you know? Yeah, like, out of all the pee puns that they could have done... Yeah. I don't know why it was that. Really? And then they all started dying laughing at that. I know, and I was like, I like, just don't... I don't get it. But anyway, back to um the picnic table Jess and day. Jerry. Yeah. Who... Their names are, like, very similar. Like, there's Jess, Jerry, Perry. Like, it was confusing, kind Jess, of. Jess, Vanessa. <laughs> Ness, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who's, what's the other girl's name? Lizzie? No. Lizzie. I don't know. It, sound, it ends with a Y still. I think their names weren't different enough, the characters. Yeah. But, yeah, she sees him, and then... I forget what she initially says when she goes over there, but then she's like, oh, do you want to play favorites? Yeah, no, that's what she initially says, because they're all sitting there, and they're about to play the game, and then she, like, yells over to him, and then he wheels all the way over to the table just to say, I don't like anything in her face, and it's, like, a weirdly tense moment, like, that he's having (laughs) with her, and I was like, wait, this seems like... Mm, I feel like he's reading this differently than maybe she is. Yeah, and then, like, they start talking about their favorite days of the week, and one of them is, like, Sundays, because AFV is on Sundays. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Nice detail. Um, Even though it's not supposed to be, like, a joke, I was like, that's so, like, random. But then he's like, I hate every day, because they all blend together and they're all the same. And he has that, (laughs) he shares about, like, doing watches in the military and it reminds him of homework oh yeah which i i kind of like was confused on what he was even saying like in in that moment and it's weird like jess it's weird for jess to be the one that's like making him part of a of the group yeah because lizzie's even afraid of him his own no exactly like i think it should have been lizzie because then also it would have like been better for her character arc of like being scared of her brother and then like him being reincorporated back into the family no i agree instead of this weird like uh, not inappropriate but not entirely appropriate relationship with jess <laughs> yeah and then she's also the one that wheels him down for the ice cream truck and i was like this is weird uh, and like once i actually get the ice cream i swear they like cut to like part where it, like, cuts to her, like, looking at him, and then him, like, looking, looking at her. And I was like, what is this? No, they cut back and forth, like, two times between them. Yeah. And it's, like, a really long, like, intense look that they have at each other. And I did not understand how that, how that fit into either of their characters, because it seemed, like, I know it wasn't romantic, I know that, but it, like, seemed really other, like, I couldn't really read it as anything else. Yeah. I it, it I really feel like you could only 
read it as romantic because it was like weirdly like flirty and like the whole tense moment before like that is the arc of like a romantic relationship yeah 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 like and then she's like exposing him to new things and then i was like (laughs) wait like why am i thinking why am i like reading this this way when it's clearly like that's not what they meant, but it just came across that way. But I couldn't tell what they meant if they didn't mean it that way. Exactly. I don't know what the intention was. Like, I don't know what... I don't know why Jess was the one to do any of that, because that, like, still makes no sense for her character. Unless you think about when she was like, I just want a relationship to, like, last. If you go in with that, like, believing that that's her goal of the film, then, like, that whole ending thing how else are you supposed to read it other than romantic exactly because she oh exactly so i super weird super weird oh my god yeah and then jerry's like thanks for the ice cream even though they're all eating popsicles so it felt like a thing where like it said in the script like ice cream but like they <laughs> the couldn't budget get was that. too low for yeah. ice cream because <laughs> they oh also all get the same thing which realistically that wouldn't happen i also didn't like that the boys showed up and stared at Jerry, and then he just said, Iraq. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I was like, did they even? Because I mean, I guess they knew. For some reason, like everyone knew that he was going to Iraq, which I, I guess maybe if it's like the word on the street, but I didn't feel like they were all that close. But then, like, the boys just, like, accept- they were just, like, okay, yeah, Iraq, yeah. They weren't, I don't think they were going to ask, like, what happened. I just didn't see why the moment was necessary, and it also just made it feel more awkward. Yeah, and then I feel like the movie should have ended there, when them all, like, being happy, eating ice cream, whatever. But then it goes on until the first day of middle school, and they're all, like, freaking out, and, like, the parents are freaking out, too, because they're like, oh, like, my baby's growing up, and I, like, my elementary school and middle school were combined, So, I don't know if this is, like, a big deal if you go, like, when you go to a different school, if, like, a bigger deal is made out of it, because, like, I just never experienced that, but I was really, like, confused, because they were all talking about how this is such a big transition, and I was like, what do you mean? Okay, well, on that point, I do, I actually do feel like it was, at least for me, because, like, It was, like, my elementary school ended at fifth grade, and then I went into sixth grade at a different school. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm pretty sure we were combined with some other schools or something. So, it was, like, there were going to be more people, which was, like, kind of a big deal. And then also just, like, I remember when we took a tour of the middle school, it felt like everyone there was, like, really, really old because we saw all the eighth graders and they were, like, really tall. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I just felt like everyone was, like, really trying to, like, revamp themselves for sixth grade. So I guess I do kind of get, like, the panic that they were going through. Okay. What were your thoughts on what the, like, talent manager said to uh, Vanessa and also his relationship with the mom? Yeah, the part when she's crying, and then she's like, stop, I don't want to talk to anyone. And then he was like, but I'm your manager. And I was like, if anything, that makes it weirder, because you're Exactly, business, that's like, what I thought, too. Partners or whatever, like, you're, she employs you, or maybe you employ her. I don't exactly know how it works, but either way, like, it's strictly business. Yeah. But then, like, also, like, her mom might be, 
like have a thing with him i don't know what did you think about the fact that vanessa was like in on it and would giggle whenever yeah she was like into it yeah um i don't know i thought that there was a lack of dads in this movie like it seems like everyone (laughs) had just a mom they and try I, to make up for it with the running montage. Yeah, yeah, we have, like, Lizzie's the only one with, like, it's, I mean, Jess's dad does come back in the end before they go to, before she goes to school, but, like, I think it'd be interesting to have one of the girls have just a dad and, like, how that kind of came into play. Yeah. Like, maybe he couldn't relate to her that much or whatever. Yeah. I feel like it would have added another layer to this movie, which maybe didn't need any more layers because there's a lot going on but right i felt like there was a lot going on but like none of it related to each other and that's what made it kind of fall flat in the end for me yeah it was almost it's it's not an anthology movie by any means but there are like d plot lines basically yeah and it's not like even in love the coopers like everything comes in at the end during the hospital or if not the christmas dinner part then the hospital part and everyone's all together and then that's kind of how it ends and this like they never had that unless you count like maybe the girls going off to school but it's like the parents we never really got resolutions for right it's like they're united through this relationship with the girls and you think that maybe like they would be united through something else but they are not and that's just it like there's like but it's all it's weird too because a lot of the like you said like a lot of the they have a lot of similarities like they a lot of them have like struggling moms and like trouble at home and so you think that it would like overlap more than it does but it it seems to not i think they should have either spent more time developing the parents in order for it to all to come in at the end somehow or lessened the parents' involvement in it. Agreed. And made it more centered on the girls. Because then, at the end, when they go up to middle school, it would have seemed like a much bigger deal, like, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. If they're, like... If I'm being honest, Lizzie's problem isn't really hers. It's, like, Jerry's. Yeah. And Vanessa doesn't really have a problem. Like, her life is pretty good, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So... I don't know. Obviously, not all of them have to be, like, going through it, because that's not how life really works, but... Like you said, like, they either should have focused on the girls, like, the girls dealing with whatever they were dealing with. Right. Or, like, develop the parents more, so it didn't just seem like they were coming in to, like, tell us what was going on, and then kind of, like, leaving, but it was, like, kind of, like, we were kind of invested in their stories, but not really. Like, they just never chose which one to do, and so it just ended up feeling, like, really unfulfilling. I think the premise has a lot of potential. I do, too. But I don't think they executed it well. Right. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and then this movie ends on a freeze frame, of course, Marking the conclusion. Alright, so what did you rate it? I gave it a 1 out of 5. Me too! Okay, nice. Perfect. I originally had it a half, but I hadn't seen it in a while. And after yeah. watching Jiggly, I this deserved at least a 1, if that's a, a half. Yeah, it, th- this wasn't, like, offensive. It was just really not very good or, like, didn't seem 
as well thought out or executed. Uh, no, it wasn't a good movie by any means, but again, yeah, it's not that offensive, if at all. Yeah. All right, moving okay. on to 13, which is offensive, but... Good? I don't know. Good? In a good way? <laughs> yeah, what were your overall, like, initial impressions or thoughts on the movie, I guess? In the beginning, I didn't really understand, like, I did obviously understand the opening scene, like, later on in the movie, but, like, when it started, when they're hitting each other and doing, like, the, oh, what is yeah, that called? Yeah. Um, it's, like, the computer cleaner. Okay, well, whatever drug that, like, you sniff and it kills your brain cells. No, I, I think it's straight up just, like, a thing of, like, that, the, the thing that you put on your keyboards. Like, I think it says that on the can. Oh, okay. Because I know people also do that with, like, whipped cream. Yeah, or, like, spray paint or whatever. Yeah. Either way, they're huffing, like, this thing of this can. Huffing. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're huffing. <laughs> whatever. And, um, I, and, like, hitting each other. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, just, like, confused by that. But then, and then it, like, goes back in time yeah, that is a weird thing to open on, actually. I never, like, really considered that. Well, okay, I was fine with, like, opening on that because, obviously, as we go throughout the movie, like, that is kind of what's happening is there's this kind of, like, abusive relationship going on between the two of them. So okay, yeah. I did think that it, like, made sense, but I, um, I didn't really like how they became friends, yeah, it, how it was, like, kind of, uh, like, she says it almost as a joke at the beginning when she's, like, oh, like, I'm going to the Grove, I think, and it then- It was Melrose. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Melrose, and then she's, like, oh, give me your number, or she's, like, here's my number, and then it's, like, a fake number, but then she shows up anyways- and then they're, like, shoplifting, but then she, like, obviously has never done anything like that. Um, so then, like, Evie and that other girl who, I don't even think we ever find out her name, but they're just, like, laughing at her and being like, oh my god, like, she's such a goody two-shoes. And then Tracy ends up stealing that woman's purse, and then that's how they kind of are like, oh, actually, she's cool, like, let's hang out. Yeah, and I think, like, I think it made sense, like, basically once, um, Tracy showed up to the store, I was like, okay, this makes sense, but, like, before that, I just didn't understand, like, how she even found them, or, like, how... Well, yeah, like, what store would they be in? I picture Melrose as, like, a big, like, shopping, like... I thought it was a street. Well, even if it's a street, like, there's a lot of shops around, you know exactly so it's like and she didn't know what time they were going either you're right so i just was like how did she even find them like that's just so i mean i guess it shows that she's dedicated but it also like didn't even show her like looking for them it just she just like showed up and was like okay i'm here right Which i was like okay but i am getting a little ahead of myself because yeah a lot happens before that yeah so <laughs> i guess like <laughs> When I heard, I didn't even see, like, her face, but the mom, played by Holly Hunter, mm-hmm. I heard her voice, and I was like, oh my god, it's the mom from The Incredibles, <laughs> which it is, yeah. um, which was funny, because I've never really seen her in a role other than, or, like, I guess I've only heard her in that role, right. so it was kind of a weird, like, 
jump. I think she did it well, obviously, but I just was like, oh, that's, like, odd. Yeah, she's really good in this movie. Oh, yeah, I think they all do, like, a really good job. Oh, but, most definitely. Um, um, and then one of her drug addict friends, the one that, like, has the kid and comes to stay with her, yeah, is Bella's mother in Twilight. So I thought it was interesting. interesting yeah, that they had two uh, Twilight people in this movie yeah no i feel like the cast um like it can kind of be distracting because they are like relatively famous like vanessa hydrants i completely forgot was in this as like the nerdy oh my friend gosh, she was such a little cute little baby in it though I like know. she was so sweet and i was just like oh i like recently watched six feet under and i like completely forgot that the like boyfriend of mel is, like, the creepy brother from that movie. So, I mean, is the creepy brother in that show. So I was like, oh my god, whoa. That's weird because now I only see you as that character. Yeah, there definitely are, like, a lot of people who went on to be famous. Yeah. Or were already famous. But I I thought that everyone did, like, a really good job in their roles. So once I got past the initial shock, I was, like, fine with it. Yeah. No, I agree. I feel like you probably would like this, but I didn't. I felt like, especially in the beginning, I felt really overwhelmed by, like, the the transition music and just, like, kind of the music in general. And then also, like, the shakiness of the camera. I I did like it. Um, Like, at one point when... Like, they're trying on clothes. This is pretty... This is not really much of the beginning anymore. It's when um, Mel takes Tracy and Evie to Melrose. And they're trying on outfits. And it's, like, zooming in on, like, their different pieces of clothes and, like, their accessories. And I don't know. I liked all the, like, random shots and zooms with, like, the music in the background. Like, overall, I really love, like, the cinematography of this movie a lot. Especially the fact that, like, the color grading gets more severe as it goes. And, like, there's more, like, um, Dutch angles and all that stuff, like, as it continues. Yeah. Which is, like, so cool to me. Like... Yeah, okay. I do want to talk about that for a second because it was a thing. I feel like a lot of movies do this where it's, like, really obvious. Like, for example, like, Little Women did the color grading and it was like really obvious because they were like back to back like very different color grading Mm -hmm. but this movie like since it was a gradual process yeah it took me a while to realize that it was just like getting really really cool toned yeah no I've the first time I ever watched this like I didn't pick up on that but when I was rewatching it again I was like why it was towards the end I was like why is it so blue like this is like almost like not distracting but it's like obnoxious but like it's supposed to be and i was like oh my god wait like it's literally been getting more like severe as it continues like that's so cool yeah i loved how they did that because i really i didn't notice until like very close to the end which i think was the point which i really really like appreciated oh yeah the end just goes like you know off the walls but we'll get there (laughs) And then, um, okay, I liked, I did like the zoom shots, like, when, especially, um, the one that comes to mind is, like, when they have their first conversation, when Tracy follows 
Evie to the bathroom or something. Uh-huh. And it zooms in on, like, their contrasting accessories. So, like, yeah. Evie's, like, lame. Or Evie's, like, cool and Tracy's, like, lame or whatever. And I, like, they had a lot of stuff like that. And I did like that they did that. But, like, it took me a second to get used to the style of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I, I was just, like, overwhelmed by it at the beginning. But then once I got into the plot, it just became, like, another kind of, like, b- background thing. And then I wasn't as, like, bothered by it anymore. Right. Ultimately, I ended up, like, liking the way they did it. But at the beginning, I was just kind of like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is a lot. Especially compared to Summer 11. <laughs> yeah, Summer 11 is shot so, like, blandly. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they go to Melrose and they're shoplifting, but I feel like they're they weren't being slick at all. Like especially when they first shove like the panties or whatever in their purse. I was yeah. like, okay, how did nobody see that? And then when Tracy steals the wallet, I was shocked like that woman was carrying so much cash. I don't have any like legitimate like feedback on like the structure of the movie because I really just liked it and I Mm -hmm. liked how like I got really involved in it I just have like weird little like comments on what was happening yeah I guess at first I thought that Evie was calling her mom Brooke and so I thought she was just being disrespectful and I was like oh that's like a good detail but then I realized that it wasn't her mother so that kind of negates that um, it would have made sense if it was her mom for her to do that, though, but yeah. she's always like, that's not my mom. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens, when she comes and sits down on the blanket with them with her little deer shirt, oh she my was God. so and She cute. takes a slice of pizza, and then they're like- That was so sweet! It honestly like, made me really sad. And she's like, aren't you not allowed to go to the park? I or, know. Yeah. And then she's like, you aren't either. And they're like, and? I know. Oh, my God. No, Tracy really did a full, like, 180. I just felt like it happened really, really quickly, which I guess makes sense. I like that it did happen quickly because I liked everything that happened in the movie and, like, I wouldn't have wanted to, like, miss anything that happened. Mm -hmm. But I just felt like it was just, like, a really, really rapid, like, snap. And she never, her friends never really came back. Like, her, like, old sweet friends. No. Which I guess is fine. But... I feel like she was just fed up, like, with her life. Um, well, it was, like, being a child. She was just done with it. Well, yeah, that's Because she wanted to be, too, like, a hot but... girl. I mean, yeah, but also, like, her mom, um, you know, dating, like, a crack addict and, like... Oh, yeah. Having to, you know, babysit or whatever and just, like, always having to be, like, perfect and... I don't know. I feel like that kind of got to her, and that's why she was, like... Obviously, everyone loves Evie at the school. Like, she's the popular girl, but I think that's also why she was drawn to her. Because she was, like, carefree. Yeah, and, like, that's how she wanted to be. Like, she wanted to stop just caring about any of this anymore. Yeah. Um, One part that I, like, never really understood, and also I don't really like, is when she's, like, changing her top or something... And then the mom's like, oh, like, I'm not allowed to see your body see your anymore. Bo- I was like, okay, wait, what yeah. the heck? Like, that was that, so weird. That was a weirdly intimate way to say that. Yeah, it was a weird way to put it. But then also, like, what, like, what other, like, when are you seeing her body, like, in any other context, you know? Like, I don't know. 
Yeah, it, and she didn't even say because I remembered that part, like, from when I had seen this movie before. Like, I remember that line, but, like, I thought there's something, like, more drastic. Like, I think she's still in, like, a tank top or something. Yeah. And then she's like, Mom, get out. But, like, it's more of, like, a just get out of my room thing. So that makes it seem more out of pocket to me that she, like, says that, but... That did strike me. I didn't think it was, like, out of place for them because I felt like it would make sense, like, if she was, like, trying on clothes or something, like, I feel like she would have done it in, like, her mom's presence if I'm gonna get, like, that, okay, yeah. that like, technical or whatever or, like, think about it that much, much. but it, I know that line did strike me as, like, weirdly, like, intimate or, like, strange. I, yeah. Right. So, I, I agree with that. Other than that line, though, I did like the dialogue, like, especially one part when Tracy's yelling at her mom, and she's like, um, because she wants to get in the bathroom, but the boyfriend's in the bathroom. Yeah. And she's like, I have to pee right now, and then the mom's like, okay, like, can't you wait a second? And then she's like, that's how you get a bladder infection, child abuser. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I like that, <laughs> even though she's, like, so rude to her mom. Oh, my gosh. Her mom's really nice to her. Yeah, that made me sad because Mel, I felt so bad for Mel. Like, I just was like, oh my gosh, she's really trying her hardest. And she's dealing with, like, being an ex-addict, which is, like... Yeah, and she's, like, oh, yeah, she's going through it. And, like, she's also trying to keep up, like, the home. And she obviously has to pay for Tracy and her brother. But then also, like, Evie's kind of living there, basically, yeah. So it's like she kind of has to take care of all three of them. Yeah. Okay, so it was interesting, like, went to me when Evie, like, went in and, like, talked to Mel and, like, just developed this, like, weird attachment to Mel, even though she was yeah. still disrespecting her. And then she kisses kind of. her. Yeah. And I was like, uh... No, but, like, the first time they really, like, connect, when she, like, goes into Mel's room, and Evie, like, kind of opens up to her. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry, that was, like, another part, but... Yeah, that was another part, and then, like, later on... But still, like, again, when she's just, like, being weird, but yeah, no, she... And also, she always calls her Mel, like, with every sentence, like, she's always, like, saying her name, which I thought was interesting. I, I liked how they kind of rounded out Evie's character as, like obviously like a really kind of manipulative and like flawed young woman but then also someone who just like really like needs like like a guardian basically like in her life um and I liked that they really did that with her like weird attachment to Mel like Mm -hmm. what really stuck out to me was when Mel, like, came in and she was, like, trying to kiss Tracy goodnight, and Tracy was, like, no, but then Mel, like, kissed her on the lips. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, what's Evie. her name? Evie kissed her on the lips, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I just was, like, okay, but, like, it made sense, kind of, but, like, Evie just stayed kissing people, like, throughout this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before that, though, uh, the, like, belly button piercing part, I always hate that. That's so, Oh, my like, God. I can't that's so gross the piercing parts i always looked away even though they never actually showed well i don't know because i just i actually covered it with my hand so i didn't know if they showed like the physical um i think they did for the belly button one i know for the not for the tongue the tongue one they didn't but like the guy was being creepy where like that oh yeah was enough um 
But it also, like, I felt like it made sense. Like, I don't know. Everything in this movie just yeah. felt so realistic to me. Um, and then after that is, like, Mel makes her the pants that you saw earlier, like, at the store. Oh, my God, the leopard that, pants. I know. That was literally so nice of her. And they were that cute. Was so yet, like, sweet. Tracy was, like, that was, like, completely it's not the wrong fabric. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the heck? That They were, like, they came out good and that she didn't have to do that yeah and even evie was like oh these are like sick mel or whatever (laughs) (laughs) and and like tracy was still so rude and it like made me really sad but then again like mel was also flawed because she was inviting this addict man to come live with oh no mel definitely was flawed she was not perfect but she was trying really hard she was but she also kind of enabled uh evie and tracy yeah i think it was just kind of because i think she also was really taken aback by tracy's transformation and didn't really know how to handle it and so she just was trying to do what she could to handle it but then also um there was a part kind of earlier on when tracy's looking out the window and she has a i think a flashback yeah it's the scene of him like in the bathroom right yeah when he's like uh having a a episode or overdosing (laughs) overdosing yeah Um, yeah uh yeah (laughs) and i don't i don't know i was kind of confused by that because i almost thought that she was like looking out the window and like seeing that happen but (laughs) yeah i don't know i because everything was just so like shaky all the time that i wasn't really sure like all the time what was going on well yeah i felt bad for tracy like because she was still, she was already, like, unhappy in her life before, obviously, meeting Evie and, like, completely going off the rails. Because um, then it's, like, you find out after the whole, like, his goodnight thing um, when Evie sneaks out, I think, also in that same part. Yeah. Um, like, you find out why Tracy always wore that one, like, arm warmer, like, cuff thing. And that yeah. just, like... I don't know. I feel bad for everyone. Even, like, Evie's old friend that Tracy replaces. Yeah. Like, everyone's kind of getting screwed over in this movie. There's really no one who isn't. So, how did you feel when Evie and Tracy are, like, bonding over hooking up with boys? Can you, like, add, like, (laughs) can you be more specific? Yeah, in that one scene where basically... Evie was, like, making out with the one guy, and then Tracy was just, like, staring at her and, like, copying everything Everything she was doing. Everything she did? Okay, yeah, that's what I thought you meant, but, um, I don't know. It was weird that they were, like, literally right next to each other, like, by the fire or whatever. It was uncomfortable to watch, but I did think it made sense. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, like, it would make sense, because I feel like Evie's the kind of person who would kind of do it in front of anyone, and then okay, true. Tracy's also, like, really obsessed with her, so, like, Yeah, Tracy does... just wants to be, like, Evie, and also, she's, like, never been in that situation before, yeah. so I feel like she's also trying to figure out, like, what to do, so she's, like, copying whatever Evie does. Even though it was kind of, like, weird to watch, I mm-hmm. liked that they included it, because I felt like it just even, like, furthered the like dynamic between them right um although okay i don't know if 13 is the right number for this like no i was about to say 13 like i was nowhere like i was not doing any of this like seventh they were in seventh seventh grade grade. 
and I was like, I don't even think they looked like they were in seventh grade. Like maybe freshman year in high school or something. Like yeah, age wise, they like that's how old they looked, I guess. And also, I feel like that would have made more sense. Yeah, because then it would be like, like, it would be like Tracy's like I'm starting over. Like I need to be cool now. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Because I was like, because yeah. also, how old is the brother? Because he looks pretty old, but they're all going to the same school. So it's yeah. like, are you telling me he's in eighth grade? No. And also... I, I don't know. Yeah, and, like, the whole part, um, like, with Luke, who's, like, the neighbor. Oh, um, my God. We're, like, he's in his 20s or something? Is that what we're he supposed to... He must be. Because believe? he was, like, your jailbait. Well, yeah, he says that, but then he makes up with both of them and is, like, come over here, girl, or whatever, to Evie. And I was, like, Ew. wait, what the heck? And then he's, like, leave. forces them to leave afterwards when he, like, comes to his senses, I guess. But, like, that was yeah. weird, too. Yeah, I was just gonna ask, like, what are your thoughts on his behavior? Because I was, like, I don't know. I felt like it, like, I felt like they had convinced him after, right. like, everything started. So then I was, like, okay, like, this is just gonna happen. But then he just, like, was, like, no. Yeah, he says, like, he doesn't want to at first, but then he's, like, yeah, but then he's, like, no. I don't know, um, but after that, I'm pretty sure is when Mel comes into their room or something, and she kind of, like, realizes the extent, I mean, not the full extent, but she kind of notices for the first time, like, how bad things have gotten with, um, Tracy, um, and there's, like, the I want a bone panties or whatever. Oh, yeah, and she's, like, classy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, like, makes me sad. But not as much as the part after that where um, it seems like they're all getting along finally and, like, they're going to the movie. Oh, my God. I loved, like, like, that one when they were all going to the movies. That was so sweet. I know. I really enjoyed that part. No, because it seems like they're all, like, the girls are going to settle down more and they're going to respect Mel. And also, like, Tracy's respecting the boyfriend because, like, yeah, he's Yeah, and they're, like, kind of getting along with him and, like, everything's just going well for everyone. Exactly. And, for, like, a little bit. Oh, my God, no. And I know. And while re-watching it, I was, like, because I knew exactly, like, the part that happens after that is one of my least favorite parts in a good way because, like, it's so just, like, awful. awful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that just made me more sad seeing them all like going to the movies together and I was like no because I know exactly what you're gonna do and I don't want you to yeah that was Uh, really sad and um I feel like in my in our education we have learned that everything in movies is supposed to have a purpose so what was the purpose of the boyfriend like holding the chicken and being like look at its head head oh yeah um where it's like zen chicken yeah is it like eyes on the prize kind of thing (laughs) like i don't know or was it just to show that like they're just like normal people but like where did they even get a chicken chicken well i guess they had a actually i think they had Had like a hen house yeah um i don't know that's a good question okay um i know like when i was watching it i was like this is so random but i Uh, liked it but I like I the part. it too. I think it was like them just getting along. Okay, yeah. And like joking. Yeah, because that was kind other. of the start of when they got along, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So 
Okay, so after they throw out the popcorn, so sad. Yeah, and why the did they throw out the backpack? That's I don't know, because it was so get. cute and, like, sweet of her to even do that. And I know, and then, also, I thought that they, I mean, maybe it was their plan all along to trick them into going to see a different movie, but it's the boyfriend that offers in the first place that they go to a different one. I don't even think it was their plan, but I felt like they just saw a way to get into trouble. Yeah, and they were just like, let's just do this. That makes sense. Um, But yeah, then they throw out the tickets, the popcorn, and they hit the streets, and they get separated after they go to the rap battle. Is this the part when the brother comes in? Yeah, Tracy goes to get pepsis or whatever and her brother sees her bent over the table because he's out with his friend and then he basically hits on her and so does the friend and then she turns around yeah that was awful but i mean you know it was like you did realize in that moment like she's getting exactly what she wanted like in the beginning because there was like that whole part when like her brother and his friends like called her a dork or like ignored her or something like in favor of evie yeah there's one part when tracy asks um her brother like who's the hottest girl in school and then he says evie yeah so then and then she's like is it so hard to believe that we would even hang out or whatever oh yeah 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 and then she's like well guess who i spent the day with right i was like oh like she's finally matured the way she wants to but it's so like sickening right she's completely unrecognizable as well and then she gets roofied i don't know if she got roofied per se because she just drink like she just takes a random guy's bottle i don't think he was playing he it's not like he was planning on giving it to her yeah, but it just felt like there was something, like, really wrong with her, though. Like, no, there definitely was. Drunk. I forget. He says, like, what it is. It, it was, was, like, like a this... special concoction. I don't know. Either way, like, I don't think someone was trying to roofie her is what I'm saying. Like, I think she was just, like, whatever. I'm gonna, like, she just was, like, this guy has a bottle of whatever and I'm just gonna drink it. Like, I don't think her intention was to get as high as she was, you know? Yeah. And, but also, I don't think it was his intention to, like, get her that either because then she's like trying to find evie who's actually hooking up with um javi yeah javi at the time yeah that sucks yeah i don't know i really love that part like especially the music when she's trying to find evie she finds evie and javi and evie's like oh he spilled coke on his pants but it's like so clear that we know what they were doing i didn't really think that tracy was that invested in javi so it was like i uh, it was like okay yeah but i think it's more like the uh principle of the thing yeah (laughs) of like evie backstabbing her but i was just glad that um she found evie because i was like really starting to panic when she was with that one guy yeah (laughs) yeah because he just seemed so creepy and i was like oh my gosh like this is gonna be really bad like i just was so worried i was just worried that like she was gonna get lost or something and then like her parents i mean they still don't get back to the theater in time but like who knows what could have happened to her okay so then it kind of like goes perspective shift is like goes to mel and like her boyfriend kind of like did she relapse or was she just having a breakdown 
Um, I think she was just having a breakdown. And the boyfriend... Because she calls her sponsor, I think. I think she rips up the floor and says she, like, wants to call her sponsor, but then the boyfriend just puts her in the shower. In the shower. Yeah, I really hated that because I really wanted him to be good. I did too, but then I just was like... So, so then was he leaving so he he was having a relapse i don't even think he was relapsing i think he was like this is like literally where am i everyone here is kind of insane and it's not good for me because he's like i think he says something along the lines of that when he's leaving like this is too much for me to handle but i thought he i thought he said that and then like after that he was leaving to like go do more drugs no he was leaving to like get out of their her life like he was breaking up with her basically okay like i think he was like if i stay on this path i'm going to relapse if i surround myself with you with like you people basically okay but he wasn't relapsing I i don't think so because that whole time i kind of thought that like he was and i was like really worried that he was i felt so bad for mel because she was really just trying to keep it together Mm-hmm. Like she was trying so hard, and yeah, she I was like, she was "I can't do this." To relapsing in that moment. Then after that, there's part when like Tracy's like, "No bra, no panties," and I was like, "Ew." Wait, I was just confused, like what that even meant. <laughs> I don't know. I think she was like just talking about how like sexual she's become or something or like provocative yeah but i felt like it was just like out of pocket like i just felt like no, she it was definitely just was like saying but she was just saying it but i was like because i didn't feel like it connected to anything even though like i knew she was proving a point that she was like sexual or like mature and like being like awful or whatever um but i did like how after they like hit each other um, and then they, they, like, got dressed up. Yeah, I, like, hate that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, like, I, mean uh, I hate, like, a lot of this movie, but not in, like, because it's bad. Because it's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that part is, like, always, like, when she puts the sticker over, like, the, the huge open wounds. Like, yeah. Ew. That's so gross. Yeah, it uh, is. If you want to read into it, it really just symbolizes, like, they're putting on this facade, but, like, they're obvi- they're just, like, hurting themselves, but they're, like, putting on the facade of, like, being wild, which is, like, yeah. really interesting. But before that is when Evie asks, like, she asks Mel if she can live there. Um, but, oh, yeah. And she's, like, and Tracy says that it'll improve her behavior if Evie lives there. But Evie's basically been living there, and her behavior is the same, you know? Like, yeah, she basically has been staying there, but I guess she- I I think she asked if, like, Mel could be her legal guardian or something. Yeah, adopt which, her? Yeah, yeah, to adopt her, which is asking so much, but- And she wants to say no, because when they get in the fight, um, in the car before school- She's like, why would you put that on me? Like, how could I say no to her? Especially when she's talking about how she was abused at home. And then Tracy's just like, exactly. And you're just like, oh, wow, okay. They really (sighs) schemed. But when they do dress up, Evie, like, sits on the brother's lap. And then he's like, ew, get off. And I, like, really... Yeah. Just also liked how he went from thinking she was really hot to, like, being disgusted by her because she was, like, ruining their lives, kind of. 
Yeah. And then, I guess, is that when Tracy starts kind of failing at school? Yeah, she's failing at school and realizing, like, she's basically thrown away all her hard work. And she's going to have to repeat seventh grade. And then also, like, the phone call with her dad because um, Mel wants her to live at her dad's. And Tracy, I think, is going to go visit him or something. But then he's like, oh, I actually can't. Or, like, I'm too busy with work or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, I knew that. Like, I knew you'd say that. Yeah. I liked, too, that he was really just trying to get out of the situation. And, like, he was just, like, acting... Like, the dad, basically, up until he's about to leave, he's acting like everything... Is, he's like, all right, like, surfing next week. And then the brother's like, you know, she, like, really needs help. Yeah. And then the dad's <laughs> yeah. like, okay, okay. <laughs> and then he's like, can someone just tell me what the problem is? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, true, I don't really remember exactly, like, the sequence of events after that. I know they go to Brooks, and they're, like, trying to get her to take Evie back, but then Brooke is, like, so, like, falling apart as a person that Mel is just, like, okay, like, or no, wait, they try to, they leave Evie there. Yeah, yeah, they visit her, and then, because the whole reason why she was going to live with them is because Brooke... Or why she was staying with them at their house is because Brooke was getting that surgery for her, like, uh, chin or whatever. Yeah. No, it was, like, for her, like, double chin, but then they, like, cut off her ears to, to, like, put, like, to, like, suck it in or something. I don't really know, and that's why she was, like, so messed up. And then they're just gonna leave her there, um, because Mel thinks that it's best if she just stays away for a bit. Um, and then... Tracy agrees with her when Mel's like, all right, well, we're gonna go. And then Evie's like, you can't just leave me here. And then Tracy's like, well, I mean, Brooke is back. Like, she takes the side of her mom. Yeah, finally. And that's when Evie basically turns fake on her and, like, just ghosts Tracy. And then, yeah, at school, Tracy tries to hang out with her and Evie just ignores her. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Tracy gets home that day, and Mm -hmm. they are confronted by Brooke and uh, Mel about all the paraphernalia. Well, yeah, no, it's an intervention for Tracy, and Mel, Evie, and Brooke are there, and it's all the stuff that was in Tracy's room. Yeah. And Evie just throws her under the bus and is, like, saying how it's all Tracy's and, like, even though most of it is Evie's, isn't it? Yeah, it and shared? Tracy's the one. I mean, it was kind of shared, but, like, Evie was the one that got her into all this stuff. But then Evie's like, oh, well, Tracy's a bad influence on me. And, like, Brooke agrees. Evie doesn't really say that much. Brooke is the one who just, like, asserts. Yeah, but Evie just, like, agrees. And then yeah. Tracy's like, well, where do you think I learned it from? Which true. It is true. That's exactly yeah. who she learned it from. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And then, like, this movie just becomes, like, the most heart-wrenching... It go- reaches the most heart-wrenching part, in my opinion. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where Brooke basically says that Tracy has been cutting herself, and Mel... Like, they force her sleeve down, which is, like, literally so horrible. And everyone's crying, and, like, eventually Brooke and Evie leave... And it's just Mel and Tracy having, like, a breakdown in the kitchen. Oh, my God. That part really got me. Yeah, I, the same. It's so intense. Like It's so intense. And it, like, again, like, really, just, like, the, um, 
the like choreography of like their actions and like what yeah. physically what they were doing because like they're, when like, fighting each other but then like they eventually both collapse like well it's to like too that mel is all she's trying to do is hug tracy yeah and tracy will not let her but like and she's just like you don't want me but she will not let her like mel hug her which is mm-hmm. like really sad and then like mel and then they eventually kind of like wrestle to the floor yeah and mel starts like kissing her arm and it's like really primal yeah no it's crazy oh my gosh yeah it's definitely like extremely heart-wrenching and like because also it seems so like intimate because they are they're acting so well like it seems like real people doing this and like all of the crying seems like from such an honest place yeah that it it almost feels like you're intruding like watching this scene happen yeah, and I do think that, like, there's such a universal kind of component, especially, like, as, like, a young woman, I think a lot of, like, young women go through, like, their mom trying to just be there for them and them, like, pushing their mother away, even though, like, they don't really mean to. Yeah. And so I feel like it kind of just, like, hits on, like, a really, like, intense, like, emotion. Yeah. And that's obviously when, to the color um, is, like, extremely, extremely blue. Yeah. And then I think the next part is when they just go, be- like, to Tracy's room together and just, like, sleep. hmm And then the color, like, actually goes back to what it was before because they're just, like, healing together, kind of. It yeah. just felt really, like, like nice and then this movie closes out freeze frame yet again the freeze frame hour yeah honestly that's what it should be called well what did you actually think of that last scene though when she was laughing on like the thing that was going around and around like what did yeah what were you like inter like what would you interpret that as like why did they put that in there maybe like returning back to like childhood wonder or something and then can we just talk about like the fact that nikki reed wrote helped write this movie when she was 13 what did you Wait, know she that? was actually 13 yeah i looked it up oh she my god what? was 13 when she helped write the screenplay it was based on her own experience of hanging out with the quote-unquote fast crowd and her getting into stealing and drugs and she was 15 oh years God. old when it opened wow isn't that crazy yeah i i know like some movies will use like the kids um like dialogue to try to help write it i guess or just to make it more realistic yeah but she's like straight up like came up with the plot and stuff too <laughs> No, she didn't, she alone did not write it. I, the director helped, obvi- like, I uh, think the director probably I know, but if it's based it. off her, like, experience, then I would, I feel like she, like, played a bigger role than it then. Yeah, I think she pro- probably did play a bigger role than, like, the average kid does, like, have an input in making yeah. a movie, which I thought was just, like, really interesting. That's like, I thought really that was cool. so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only other, like, th- examples I guess I can think of is um in it i know they like would the kids would like improv some of the lines or like change it so it'd be more like 
what a kid would say, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then also this, like, movie on Netflix called, um, well, on Netflix, I think it's called My Suicide, but it's also called Archie's Final Project. Like, it goes by two titles. I don't really know why. Um, but they had, like, kids because they wanted it to, like, be true to life and not, like, um, because it's, like, a pretty heavy subject matter to make a movie about. Um, but they wanted it's, like, prevalent for teenagers, so they wanted to be true to life. So they had, like, the lead actor help write it, and then also, like, the director's kids were, like, the main people that wrote it, too, to get, like, authentic. And I don't know, I feel like more movies should do that, because it always ends up more realistic than, like, Summer 11 when some, like, 40-year-old man wrote it. (laughs) Yeah, You know, like, it makes, it elevates it so much, and, like, I know kids are probably looked down upon, I guess, as not being intelligent enough to, like, write something, or, like, I don't know. Yeah, but if authenticity is what you're after, then you really need their input, because how else are you going to do that? I think more, like, filmmakers should take it, because it always... It always ends up better, in my opinion. Although I think it would be hard. Like, I think you really would have to make judgment calls on what you would, like, have, um, like, their influence on. Because I mean, it's just, like... yeah, that's true. Um, I feel like you'd have to, like, also have the right kid to work with, I guess. Like, someone yeah. intelligent and, like, more well-spoken. I don't know. I think it's cool. And I, do too. I didn't even know that about this movie, which makes it makes me like it even more. What would you rate it? I rated it a four out of five. I think I could do four and a half. I like maybe could do four and a half as well. Like as I was rethinking about like that final like kitchen scene. Yeah. I don't know. And it's good. Also I just it's it's so different. Like just the like style is so different and like cinematography and like color grading and I feel like so many movies try to like do things like that and fail and they just Mm -hmm. did it in such a great way that I feel like that just deserves like more points you know yeah I would be fine with rating it a four and a half okay let's do four and a half then I think the highest rated one so far is Jennifer's Body with a four I would rate this above Jennifer's Body for sure Okay, yeah, I think I would too. So, four and a half, it is. Okay. Next week's episode is going to be the Natalie Portman hour. Exciting. So, we're going to be watching Black Swan, which I'm looking forward to, and Miss Regorium's Wonder Emporium. Can't wait. So, if you don't want to be spoiled for either of those, um, if you have not yet seen them, then make sure you check those out before next Friday. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Okay, thanks. All right, bye. bye. That was productive. Um, longest episode yet, though. It's an hour and 51 minutes.